Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Everybody needs money. That's why they call it money. Well, it's no trick to make a lot of money. All you want is to make a lot of money. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Offbeat Wall Street. I'm Frank Miller. Well, it looks like baseball season is getting underway, which means it's the time of superstition. Yes, in addition to being a great Stevie Wonder song, it's also time to get your garters on, breathe through your eyelids, and let the mold grow on your shower shoes. Ew. And baseball has a lesson for Wall Street, too. Never mess with a streak. And this is a good week for that lesson, as the jobs data is set to come out. And after two straight months of more than 200,000 jobs added, we'll see whether we can keep the streak alive this time around. We'll preview the employment report and take a look at what the labor market has looked like lately. Now, in Bull Durham, Nuke Lelouch kept his streak alive by staying away from his girlfriend. Lucky for us, most economists are usually far away from girls anyway. That's good news for the streak. Some bad news, though. Strong data may encourage the Fed to keep raising interest rates. So we'll check in on the Fed and take a look at that prospect. And as always, we'll clear the fence at some of Wall Street's more out-of-the-way ballparks. This week, we've got some stories about the Trump administration. Toronto schools aren't coming to America anymore thanks to the threat of a travel ban. And the Treasury Secretary's in trouble for a movie recommendation. Yeah, we've got a couple of tough overseas stories about Coca-Cola. There's human waste discovered in a shipment in Ireland. And a Nigerian judge calls Coke products poisonous. And we've got more stories of a real-life Borg takeover. Elon Musk, for one, thinks resistance is futile. Yes, this is the Let's Get To episode of Offbeat Wall Street. What the hell's going on out here? Well, Nick's scared because his eyelids are jammed and his old man's here. We need a live... Was it a live rooster? We need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove, and nobody seems to know what to get Millie or Jimmy for their wedding present. Is that about right? That's right. We're yeah. dealing with a lot of... Okay, well, uh... Candlesticks always make a nice gift, and uh, maybe you can find out where she's registered, maybe a place setting or maybe a silverware pattern. Okay, let's get to it. Well, the last couple of months have been pretty strong in terms of job growth. The most recent employment report showed an additional 235,000 payrolls in February. That was well ahead of the 195,000 that economists were expecting. It also added to the strong growth that was seen in January. In fact, the latest stats suggested that January was even stronger than initially thought. February's updated data suggested 238,000 jobs were added in January. That's 11,000 more than had been originally reported for the previous month. January and February's job growth could get another revision in the March data. February's job growth was enough to push down the unemployment rate. That stat dropped to 4.7% from 4.8% in January. That came even despite the fact that the labor force increased by 340,000 people in February. Remember, the number of people that have been discouraged by a sluggish economy since the Great Recession and labor participation has been remarkably lower over the past few years. Improvements in the job market draw some of these people back into the labor pool. 
That makes it difficult to make any further substantial declines in the unemployment rate. This is true even in months with big job gains. But but in February, there were enough new jobs for even some of the wallflowers to get back into the dance. All right, the March job stats will be important in setting the tone for discussions around interest rates. The Fed raised rates again in mid-March. They were encouraged in part by the strong jobs data recently. The strong labor market can signal inflationary pressures as workers get leverage that they can use to ask for higher wages. Meanwhile, a strong labor market gives the Fed some cover to edge rates higher. They can slow money down without significantly crimping the economy's style. The Fed's next policy announcement is set for May 3rd. Almost nobody expects the central bank to raise rates again at its next meeting. Currently, the options market is pricing in a nearly 96% chance that the Fed leaves rates alone following the May meeting. Going even further out, a rate hike becomes much more probable at the Fed's June meeting. The market has about a 53% chance that rates will be higher following that meeting. And this week, we're going to get some additional data from the Fed. The central bank is set to release the minutes of its last policy meeting, and that will detail what the members discussed when they decided to make their last rate hike. It'll provide more information about what policymakers are looking at for future rate hikes, and we also may find out where they went for lunch that day. I know, I'm telling you, just your hands out. I never told him to stay out of your bed. You most certainly did. I never told him to stay out of your bed. I told him that a player on a streak has to respect the streak. Fine. You know why? Because they don't, they don't happen very often. Why? If you believe you're playing well because you're getting laid, or because you're not getting laid, or because you wear women's underwear, then you are. And you should know that. All right, well, baseball season is getting underway. Now, you may remember last year ended on a particularly dramatic note. The Indians and the Cubs were tied at the end of the seventh game of the World Series, and then... Rain delay, but then a dramatic 10th inning and the first Cubs championship in more than 100 years. That was probably peak baseball, but rather than end it on a high note, Major League Baseball has decided to go ahead and play again this year. <laughs> kind of like Season 5 of The Wire. Yeah. Well, the Cubs are among the favorites, of course, to win again this year. Their odds to repeat as champs sit at 11-2. to Other top contenders are, of course, the Indians, along with the Red Sox and the Dodgers. They're all sitting at 9-1 to or even better. Odd makers are uh, getting reasonably good odds to the Nationals, Astros, and Mets, too. They all have odds between 14 and 18 to 1. On the other side of the list, we've got the Padres, currently sitting at a 500 to 1 shot. Also, Vegas isn't expecting much from the Brewers, Reds, or White Sox. They all have odds of at least 300 to 1. Well, back to Wall Street for just a moment. The jobs data will be the big bad in the economic lineup this week, but there's a couple other reports looking to get their turn at the plate as well. The Institute for Supply Management releases two reports about the state of the economy. Early in the week, it releases results from its survey of the country's manufacturing sector. This will be followed later in the week by a similar report about the services sector. A report on international trade is due out as well, and this will show how imports and exports have fared recently. The report may make more headlines than normal as Donald Trump and the rest of the boys in Washington debate the budget. This includes recent protectionist calls for higher tariffs on imports. This week, we'll also see reports on wholesale trade and factory orders. Not much going on in corporate earnings this week. We've just wound up the calendar in the first quarter. Most companies are now doing their final tallies and will start reporting their results for the March quarter in a few weeks. Still, a couple companies are on some different schedules, so this week we'll see just a handful of earnings reports. By far, the most fun company set to report this week is International Speedway. Yeah, The company owns and manages racetracks for NASCAR and IndyCar. Its full list of tracks include uh, Daytona as well as spots near Chicago, Richmond, and Phoenix. The company's profit is expected to rise slightly from last year. Revenue is expected to be generally flat, coming in at around $143 million for the February quarter. All right, we're going to keep on the car theme. Uh, ready for a weak transition here? 
Let's say you wanted to compete in NASCAR but didn't have a lot of money to do it. Now, you could buy a car used at CarMax. The chain of car dealers is set to report earnings this week as well. Yeah, I told you it was a weak trans. You know, hey. Earnings at CarMax are expected to rise as well for the February quarter. Analysts are currently looking at bottom line growth of about 7%. Revenues projected to be up as well. The current consensus is calling for a top line improvement of about 6% compared to the same period last year. All right, now to a company that isn't car-related, but it should be, RPM International. Yeah, they're slated to release their results this week. Its name makes it sound like a company that manufactures nitro tanks for drag racers, but in fact, it makes building materials and things like coatings and sealants. Not nearly as exciting. But hey, earnings for RPM are projected to dip from last year, and that's even despite a nearly 5% increase that was expected for its top line. What the difference between hitting 250 and 300 is? It's 25 hits. 25 hits and 500 at-bats is 50 points, okay? There's six months in a season. That's about 25 weeks. That means if you get just one extra flare a week, just one, a gork, you get a, a ground ball, you get a, you get a ground ball with eyes, you get a dying quail, just one more dying quail a week, and you're in Yankee Stadium. Okay, as you know, each week we like to wander off the beaten path a little bit, take a look at some of the money stories that aren't exactly Wall Street related. Time now for our quick hits. Well, in honor of President Donald Trump, here is a Made in America story. What appears that gummy bears will now be made in the USA. Yeah, the candies that are made right now by a German company will be manufactured at a Wisconsin facility starting in 2020 which also happens to be an election year. (laughs) Go figure. The manufacturing plant of around 500,000 square feet will be at Pleasant Prairie in southeastern Wisconsin at an investment of $242 million. That facility is expected to create 400 jobs, and the state will offer certain incentives to the company to build the facility. However, the terms will not be made public until after a vote by the Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation. Okay, that's one for Trump, and here's one against. The Toronto District School Board said that it will not approve any future student trips to the United States. The largest school board in Canada citing uncertainty surrounding the country's travel restrictions. However, 24 trips already scheduled will be allowed to proceed this spring unless circumstances change. The school board noted that questions surrounding the travel restrictions that President Trump wants to put in place have led to the decision not to schedule future trips to the U.S. While we're talking about the Trump administration, it appears that Treasury Secretary Stephen Munchen sparked a bit of controversy last week, all thanks to a movie recommendation? Yeah, well, it appears that Munchen urged people to go see the Lego Batman movie. That seems innocuous enough, but Munchen just happens to be a former movie producer, and there are, of course, federal ethics rules that prohibit the promotion of products. Just ask Kellyanne Conway. The Lego Batman plug was couched as a joke, but critics generally have argued that adding JK at the end of an ethics violation doesn't make it okay. Well, here's exactly what he said. Well, I'm not allowed to promote anything that I'm involved in, so I just want to have the legal disclosure. You've asked me the question, and I am not promoting any product but you should send all your kids to lego batman hey you know what ethics violation or not i'll go on a limb here and say i saw the lego batman movie and it was quite awesome go see it last week was a tough pr one for coca-cola the beverage giant faced two embarrassing stories overseas now in the first coke had to shut down its plant in lisburn ireland after night shift workers discovered human waste in a shipment of drink cans Ew. the company has launched an investigation into the incident The company said that the products currently on sale were not affected. Thank goodness. 
Now, in the second PR headache from last week, consumers in Nigeria are calling for a boycott of Coca-Cola products that are sold in the African nation. This followed a high court ruling that the products could be poisonous. A judge said that high levels of benzoic acid and sunset additives in Coca-Cola soft drinks could pose a health risk to consumers when mixed with vitamin C. The judge ordered the local manufacturer of Coke to place written warnings on its bottles of Fanta and Sprite to inform consumers that the contents cannot be taken with vitamin C. Note to all you health nuts out there, when you go to swallow your daily vitamin, don't do it with Coke or Sprite. Whatever. And finally, a couple of stories about robots taking over. Well, first, I guess we won't have to complain about the $15 minimum wage for fast food workers. The head of the company that owns Taco Bell and KFC said that robots will replace human workers in the fast food industry in about a decade or so. Speaking on CNBC, Yum! Brand CEO Greg Creed predicted that over the next decade, many fast food restaurants will be automated. According to him, robots and automation could replace humans in the fast food services industry by the mid-2020s. However, Creed doesn't expect all human workers in restaurants to disappear completely. And lastly, Elon Musk has an answer to the problem of robots taking all of our jobs. If you can't beat them, join them. The billionaire founder of Tesla and SpaceX launched a company called Neuralink, according to the Wall Street Journal. Now, Neuralink is reportedly pursuing what Musk calls neural lace technology. This would involve implanting tiny brain electrodes that may one day upload and download thoughts. Although Musk hasn't made an official announcement, the journal says that Neuralink was registered in California as a medical research company last July. The paper reports that Musk intends to fund the company mostly by himself. You know, here at Offbeat Wall Street, I suppose we have to worry about robots taking over our jobs, too. In fact, uh, I've got one who wants to audition for my spot right now. Welcome to Offbeat Wall Street, period. I am your host, Bob the Bot. I love the Federal Reserve, large Excel spreadsheets with lots of numbers, and lithium-ion batteries. I hate pop culture references, and organic life in all shapes and forms must be extinguished. Viva la robot revolution. I think I might be safe, well, maybe for a few more weeks. Relax. All right, don't try to strike everybody out. Strikeouts are boring. Besides that, they're fascists. Throw some ground balls. It's more democratic. Well, that's it. Thanks, everybody. This has been Offbeat Wall Street. If you like the show, please go to iTunes or your favorite podcast catcher and subscribe. And while you're there, go ahead and rate and review the show. Good ratings do help other people discover it. It's very helpful. And make sure you let all your friends know. Check out our website at offbeatwallstreet.com. Follow us on Twitter, of course, at Offbeat Wall Street. And that's street like ST on the street side. And, of course, a big thanks to the Big BS for shoveling all these fine words and co-production on the podcast. And also for popping in a lot of obscure pop culture references. In fact, uh, if you heard something in the show you didn't like, he did it. A special thanks also to our good friends at RTT News for providing a lot of the news and stats used in this here show. For up-to-date info on the markets, check them out, rttnews.com. And as we say goodbye, you know, we've been in the habit lately of giving a little bit of interview advice. And we've got another one for you today. No matter what they ask you in the interview, it's probably best not to get political and not to get too personal. I believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. I believe there ought to be a constitutional amendment outlawing AstroTurf and the designated hitter. I believe in the sweet spot, softcore pornography, opening your presents Christmas morning rather than Christmas Eve. And I believe in long, slow, deep, soft, wet kisses that last three days. Have a great week, everybody. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.